Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. I wanted to know about TikTok ads, so I invited on my resident expert. Well, maybe not resident expert, but you want to hear this because I'm sure you want to know about them too. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hey, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I am so excited to have an encore guest on, Mark Chapman from the I Do Society. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hello, Alan. So good to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, w- people have been asking me about TikTok ads, TikTok ads, TikTok, TikTok itself, TikTok ads. And I was like, you know what? That's not my thing, but I got a guy because I live in New Jersey. So, you know, by law, we have to have a guy, <laughs> right? And, and if you don't have a guy, you have to know a guy who's got a guy, but I have a guy and you're my guy when it comes to TikTok ads. So I wanted you to come on and, and talk about this. So first things first for people, I'm sure people know they've heard TikTok. They know know a little bit about it, but what is TikTok? How is it different than Instagram, than Facebook, than you know uh, the other stuff that's out there? It's a perfect question to kick things off. TikTok is really different in that it's just short form video, right? So Facebook and Instagram, there's a lot of images. There's obviously reels on Instagram and Facebook, which are short form video, but the whole platform on TikTok is just short form video um, and typically paired with like sound or music or something like that. And TikTok itself considers itself more of an entertainment company than a social media platform, which is kind of fascinating. They would compare themselves more to YouTube or Netflix or things like that because the way they want to reach people and have people interact is by consuming video. And when you say short form, what does that mean? Um, I mean, like videos are like 30 seconds, right? So they're 15, 30 seconds. You can do up to a couple minutes on TikTok, but that's kind of rare that that's a a good idea. (laughs) Not not, not such a good idea. Um, So short. And, And why is it not a good idea? Um, you know, people's attention spans and the nature of the platform is that they want you to scroll through stuff and keep going. Okay. So it's not like Vine. If people remember Vine was what, six second videos or something like that. Yeah. So short. And then Instagram was a minute, but it's not anymore. Yeah, correct. I think it's longer than a minute now. Don't okay. I don't actually know the full length. I should know this. But, well, know. but because we, we really don't want to go longer than a minute. So, yeah, you know, who cares no, what it you know. is? Uh, it's, it's funny because so with, with, with websites, I used to, uh, somebody, uh, I think it was back when I was with the knot, we we're thinking how much 
content should we let people put onto pages? And I and I said, Here, here's a text box. How much text are they allowed to put in there? And they said, as much as they want. And I said, eh, wrong answer. Let's protect people from themselves. <laughs> right. 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 How many yeah. photos in a gallery? As many as they want. Eh, wrong answer. Right. More is not better. And with it's video, so it's certainly not better. Okay. So short form video, um, you know, 30 seconds thereabouts. Entertainment platform, interesting because, you know, uh, there are some platforms out there that people consider news platforms that also consider themselves entertainment platforms, even though they're <laughs> intending to be news, right? right. But so, the, so the, the draw of TikTok is it's all video. That, that's that's it. right. Everything it's all is video. video. Yep. Okay. But a video could be still images going to music as long as it's done as a video format. That's exactly right? it. So like we can get into this more later, but one of the things we help folks with is like, if you don't have a short form video or you can't create one and don't want to create one, it's too much for you. You can stitch photos together, add some music. And that actually ends up being a video file. Right. Okay. So like, but it's still photos that are stitched together. Right. Does yeah. that, does it do it in the platform or do you have to do that externally? You can do it in the platform itself. Yep. Okay. So the sites like Animoto, which I've been using for years, which does that may not be necessary unless you want, I guess, more powerful tools for editing and stuff like that. Yeah. The TikTok platform is actually really powerful for editing and what you need to put on the TikTok platform itself. But there are lots of other third-party apps and things which you can use. And if you're more familiar with a third-party platform for editing video, then just stick with that and that's fine. Okay. Now, do these videos last forever or did they go away like some platforms have had it where it's there and it's kind of ephemeral and it's done like a story yeah no it lasts forever um okay. and i should this is a really a good point to the thing to point out now is that um so there's tiktok and there's like your business personal profile where you can post videos and they last forever and actually with tiktok ads there's a whole advertising platform which is completely separate from your profile think of it as like a facebook ads manager versus a facebook page but unlike facebook and instagram your tiktok ads account and your tiktok profile aren't mixed they don't really know that each other exists so you can do those completely separately which is a really big benefit to some businesses in the wedding industry right now that if they don't feel comfortable creating short form video or don't have the time to kind of use it as a social platform you can create this ads account if you've got one or two videos or stitch those photos together to make a video you can create an ads account that doesn't have any social component to it and still reach couples and get their attention and get them to your website Okay. So if, if everybody's listening here, so unlike <laughs> Facebook, where my Facebook business page and my Facebook ads account are connected yep. and also connected to Instagram, right? So I can do yep. in one place, I can do my Instagram and Facebook ads together. Um, this is completely separate. So when somebody watches this video uh, ad, a video ad on TikTok, yep. where do they go then? If I don't have a profile there, where do we go? Fascinating, right? So the, the main call to action button links people to your website. The main goal is to get people to see the TikTok video, click on the button and go to your website. Okay. Which brings us to a point which everybody sh listening should know. What do you want someone to do when they see your ad? Before you go create ads, you have to think, where do I want them to go? Because if that's a page on your website, that has nothing to do with TikTok. You have to create that page. You have to have that place for them to go. And your homepage isn't always the best place for that, right, Mark? It's not always the best place for it. It's a place to start if you have to, but you know, having a more specific offer and landing page isn't even is really the best way to do it. Um and that would be the case 
not just on TikTok, but on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest, anywhere. If you have an ad and you send them to a place, send them to a page, I always say that continues the conversation that the ad started. That's exactly it, right? And being more focused and knowing what you're asking someone to do and then getting them to the place in the website where they can do that is the right way to go. And, and like one great example is like, if you are a venue and your ad campaign is focused on getting people to show up and come to a tour, um, make it about that tour experience, right? Don't just send them to your homepage and let them kind of click around and choose their own journey. Be specific about what you want them to do, because that's going to get more people to take that specific action. And you're going to have more success generating leads from your ad campaigns by doing that. It's actually a good lesson for anything. I mean, for your website too. I I was just doing a website review of a, somebody in the UK this morning and she didn't have specific calls to action on her site. She had a lot of very vague calls to action yeah. and she had a PDF that had contact information, but it didn't say what to do and why. Yeah. Right? So, so let's, let's go to that example. So if somebody's trying to increase tours on for their wedding website, for their wedding venue, let's say the video uh, what would be good content to have in that video? I love this question. So there's no wrong answer, but you could do a before and after. Like maybe it's 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 a venue without any sort of decoration or any sort of customization for a certain couple, and just kind of the bare bones architecture. And then like the second bit of that video is with it done up in someone's some couple's colors and their florals and their chair settings and things like that. So you, so people can see, that, oh, this is an amazing space architecturally, and then it can be customized even further. So it's this before and after concept, which actually works for any business in the wedding industry, whether you're a uh, bridal store, uh, uh, that that future bride in her regular street clothes, and then she's in a dress. You know, this before and after concept is a perfect concept for TikTok. And for a venue, I see it as three parts. I see the empty room, the dressed up room, and then act the actual wedding. Yeah. Right? So, so you bring it together. Show me the people having a great time there. Totally. Um, and then again, let's go through this. If you're a DJ or if you're a band, right? Let's show the the people dancing, having a great time there. And I think with the tour, you could also go with maybe showing people on a tour, right? And showing them looking at the venue. Then I Love see that. the room dressed up. Then I see it done there. So I ideally that couple and then their wedding would be nice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you could create that short form video um, by stitching that together, that would be really, and it's, a, and it's a big ask. I know like it's not yeah. easy to do, but like that would be such a powerful experience to see the couple comes in for their own little tour and they're in their street clothes. And then you see them eventually like having the time of their life at their wedding at your venue. And it isn't impossible to do. It's a little bit right. of work, but it's so powerful. Oh, and by the way, if you have the... Uh, photos or video of the room dressed up for them and their wedding, and you've never done the first part, invite them to come back in and be part of your video and do yeah. the tour. Just take yeah. them on a tour. Yeah, you're putting that piece in, but it's the same couple touring around the venues. So people wouldn't yeah. know that. Um, so why TikTok, right? Why why TikTok today for weddings? I'm so glad you asked. So TikTok right now is incredibly cheap. The cost, it's a, it's a pay-per-click platform, just like Facebook ads and Google ads. Um, and because there are so few advertisers on it, right now it's like those beginning days of Facebook that the people that got in early reaped the reward. It's pennies on the dollar. And um, because I think it's a little bit more difficult to get content for a TikTok ad, so many people are so afraid of it that it's like, it's just so, so cheap. We have 
uh, members at the I Do Society who are doing TikTok ads and Facebook and Instagram ads. And what we're seeing is, is that they spend $10 a day on Facebook and Instagram versus $10 a day on TikTok. They're getting three or four more times the people to their website from TikTok than they are for the same money on Facebook. And I love Facebook and Instagram. Don't get me wrong. I think those are still really valid and valuable platforms. But the moment right now that's happening with TikTok is like, I can't ignore the data. And I am such a TikTok evangelist at this moment for that reason. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about targeting then. So mm-hmm. I go create this uh, TikTok business ad platform, whatever <laughs> that I have there. That's <laughs> good your, enough. Your thing. <laughs> yeah, good enough. Um, how do I tell it that I want this ad to appear for my audience? So I'm a wedding, fill in the blank, DJ, photographer, videographer, dress shop, whatever in um, Kansas City. Sure. So TikTok ads, just like Facebook and Instagram ads, you can choose your audience, where they are, who they are, their age range, um, what they're interested in and things like that. So it's actually TikTok took all the good things about Facebook advertising and got rid of all the bad things and it made it really simple. So you choose you can choose someone's gender, you can choose their age, you can choose their location, you can choose, are they interested in wedding dresses? Are they interested in getting married or planning a wedding? And so it's that same format of demographic targeting that exists on Facebook and Instagram. There's one major difference though, that's a little, not problematic, but it is different, is that on TikTok at the moment, you can only choose geographies by DMA regions, which are big regions around a city or states. You can't do zip codes and cities like you can on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but DMAs still work for most people. Cause I mean, like I live in New Jersey, I'm in, I'm in the middle of New Jersey. If I was down South, the Philadelphia DMA crosses into South Jersey. If I was up North, the New York city one is going to cross into Northern Jersey. Cause it's considered yep. part of that same and, and tell people what a DMA is. A DMA is like, um, like a region where, <laughs> People are kind of considered all all part of one region. Like, if you it's, if is you're it in the, the direct marketing association, is that what DMAs are? You know, I sh- I don't know the answer to that. I, I think like I, I think DMAs DMA are d- direct marketing something where it's if you're it, it's putting a circle on a map that's not uh, constrained by uh, county borders, state borders, right. and things like that. Um, you know, we call the tri-state area here is different than what somebody calls a tri-state area in a different, like South, yeah. South Jersey is Delaware, Philadelphia, and South Jersey is the tri-state versus Northern. It's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut is the tri-state. Um, and I'm sure other people have like North Carolina has got the triangle and the triad or whatever. Yeah. There are DMAs that are going to cover these cities. Uh, but again, one quick but, other way to look at it would be like, um, if you're in a DMA region, like say you're in the Toledo, Ohio DMA, even if you don't live in Toledo, it's likely that you go to Toledo as your city, as as the yeah. place that you shop, as the place that you do all that stuff. Right. So it's not necessarily like a radius or anything. It's like, oh, this is kind of your area. Right. And you know, most sites have to do it that in some way because state borders and city borders don't necessarily define True. the areas. You know, it just, uh, again, where I am, I'm in the middle of the state. We could go either way. We could literally go to Pennsylvania. We can go up North and go down South. It would go either way. Okay. So, uh, do people identify themselves with a status? Like on Facebook, somebody says I'm engaged. Do they do that on TikTok? The TikTok does not have that particular, um, engaged 
demographic targeting option, which at first actually really concerned me. And I was like, I kind of avoided TikTok ads. I was like, mm, we can't tell that they're engaged. Like, I don't want to do this. But then we we did some testing and we had some members who were really gracious with us to be able to like do some testing with this and like put their money out there and hope it worked. And it worked so well by choosing those other interest categories, like interested in wedding dresses or interested in engagement rings and things like that. So to our surprise, it worked better than we thought it would. And it is comparable. So that interest in wedding dresses is because they've clicked on to watch wedding dress videos. Is that what Probably. it is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they don't give away their secret sauce, but yeah. Well, that's got to be that. So, exactly. so somebody would probably think I liked French bulldogs or had one because they're just so darn cute when the puppies come up on Instagram, <laughs> I keep clicking on them. So I, w- I would probably get targeted, retargeted for a French bulldog puppy somethings. <laughs> dog food and dog toys. Well, what, what, what's interesting is what shows up in my feed there now is more of those videos because that's what I've been clicking on. So yeah. it definitely shows up. All right. So TikTok ads, uh, the cost per CPM cost per thousand is cheaper. And you no, know, that in itself, we still need an audience. So the audience on TikTok demographically, because I, I this client I was just talking to before is a wedding band. He said, yeah, my I'm looking for women who are 25 to 35. And he said, they're, they're all on TikTok. Is that true? Um, it seems to be pretty active. Um, I think that, you know, there's been so many social media platforms and I guess I should go back. TikTok isn't considering itself social media right. more entertainment, but there's been so many platforms that have come and gone. And what's different about TikTok is it's really sticking so much so that You've seen Facebook and Instagram make changes to make reels in this short form video that they call reels in Facebook and Instagram more of a priority because they're like, oh, crap, like people really, really like this. This is really entertaining. And so it's sticking. It's pretty yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I keep getting notifications from uh, um, Instagram. Do I want to monetize my reels? I'm like, no, I actually don't. I, I monetize it because people will see what's in the reel yeah. and maybe want to contact me, not you know, put an ad on it. So yeah. Um, so something you said earlier, if somebody is throwing the same amount of money every day at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, TikTok, you're getting more bang for your buck. So 100%. when, when I had you on the last time talking about Instagram and Facebook ads, you said, if somebody isn't willing to do, you know, 10 to $15 a day, you're not going to get noticed. What would be the TikTok number? Ooh, TikTok has a minimum budget of $20 a day. And while this can seem daunting, um, it is so powerful that, I mean, we can't argue with it anyway. It's like their minimum. So, right. um, but what we found is that if you start at $20 a day, it usually is enough to reach a whole lot of people. And you can go up from there. Like if you're looking at your Google Analytics metrics and seeing a lot of people from your TikTok ads coming and you want to spend more, you can. But that minimum budget of $20 a day gets a whole lot of people to your site because the click costs are so cheap. Um, you know, I don't want to lock in any specific number in anyone's head, but we're seeing right. like 25 to 50 cents per click on TikTok. And, you know, if you do the math on that, that's a lot of people every day who are the right people for your business. So it's, it's worth it. Now, $20 a day, is there a minimum number of days you have to guarantee or you have to do the whole month? I mean, cause that's $600 a month. Yeah. So we have done a couple scenarios where we did like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and just did three days a week where we ran okay. the ads. So you can choose to just do okay. a couple of days a week. Okay. So if you're listening here and you're, you, you fainted a little bit that $600 a month, that it's not $600 a month. However, like any other advertising, it's based upon results. If yep. $20 a day, three times a week is getting you what you need, 
great. If $20 a day, every day is getting you what you need. Great. Cause you know, yeah. if you're spending $7,000 a year and you're bringing in tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands in business, all of a sudden it's not so much money. So always, always, always tracking, which is why, again, uh, you know, Mark, you said, have a landing page for me. I would always send people from Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, anywhere with an ad, I would send them to a landing page because you'd want to know that it came from there right. and whatever attracted them. Let's talk about this. So on the landing page, I I, I did a, an ad on TikTok. I showed this 30 second video. Would you put that 30 second video on the landing page or something like it? Or what would you do to tie them together? Um, you know, I don't know that the putting the TikTok video on the landing page is going to be the right fit. I'm glad you asked that though, because people, if they've already seen the video, they're probably not going to click the play button and watch it again. Um, but in your TikTok ad, you do get to put your business logo. So of course you want your logo on the landing page and they'll see some connectivity visually there. Um, there's also a place in the TikTok ad for a short headline. It's about four or five words long. It's really, really short. So like choose your words carefully, but you could repeat that headline on your landing page too. Um, this this might, this isn't going to be the right solution for everyone, but like, say you're a wedding venue and you're doing a thousand dollars off for Friday weddings. Um, you know, if you put that as your headline in your TikTok ad, and that's right next to that learn more button and they click on the learn more button, then the headline of your landing page says a thousand dollars off for Friday weddings. They're going to know they're in the right place and they're going to continue that piece of communication that's offering them something of value. So talking about continuing the conversation, what what are the elements for a good landing page? How 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 long is it? What kind of content? So let's continue Great. that thought. It's a thousand dollars off for Friday weddings, and they click through. They like the reel. They click the reel. Sorry, they like the video. They click through, and it says a thousand dollars off. What else is on that page? So your landing page has that strong headline with an offer. Your landing page has testimonials of what other people have said about your business or your venue or your service, so that. It's not just your words, it's other people's words. Short, landing short page. single sentence testimonials, right? Yeah, like short ones. no one's going to read more than a short sentence. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. But I, I always, again, I call them speed bumps. Let's have nice short ones that yeah. it's not going to stop them. It's just going to slow them down a little bit. Okay. What else? And this is a little bit of a rabbit trail on testimonials, but I have to take the opportunity. So if this is a testimonial that's from Google, put the Google logo on your landing page next to that testimonial so that that person like, I don't know if I believe this. They can go to Google and read the reviews there. Like right. add that little bit of credibility. Um, it's going to have benefits and features. Features are like the details, bullet point. What is this venue? How many people can go to this venue? Or what does this DJ service include? Blah, blah, blah. The benefits that you will write out is how is this service or this venue, or whatever it is going to make that make you feel. Um, that's a whole different conversation, but for the, you know, wrapping that up, your landing page has the features and the benefits on it, mm -hmm. and it has a call to action. What do you want that person who hit that page to do to get in touch with you, to take advantage of that $1,000 off or whatever? Is it a short little form? Is it call? Is there a chat functionality? Make sure they know what you want them to do to take that action. Okay. So again, same elements you would put on a grid, any good web page. Um, image that shows results, right? So let's not show if we, let's go back to that video. If we had the video that showed the empty room, the dressed room and the wedding, a picture that would be there would be the wedding, not yeah. the empty room now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Testimonials that speak to results, right? Right. You don't want just bland testimonials. You want the people that are very emotional that are like, OMG, better than we could, you know, best dot wedding dot ever, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yep. Uh, if you're trying to show 
geographically where people come from. This is where the testimonial, the attribution can say that this was, you know, Chris and John from this city and states. Oh, wow. People from there come over here, right? You have that. Um, The features and benefits, the benefits part I talk about in terms of results, right? So yes, we have that. We have an outdoor ceremony area, but we you know, the result is for your, be- you know, it looks beautiful in your pictures. We have great places for, for, you know, for you to be getting ready and all this kind of stuff. And then again, the call to action, this is the weakest part I see on a lot of websites is we didn't tell them why. If you would like to check availability, arrange for a tour to come and see for yourself, you know, call, email, or contact us, short form on the page. Uh, I know I've spoken about this on the podcast. Every field you add, less people fill it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Every field you take away, more people fill it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you do now. In this case, if it's come and get a tour, you could have a click to our Calendly or something where somebody could actually automate it, automate it, and take the work out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're getting too many tours, unless you're getting too many people who are unqualified, this is where we could get into the discussion of should I put a price range or should I put something to to whittle this down? And that always yeah. comes down to. If you're getting too many inquiries that can't afford you, then putting out a price range can cut that down. You don't have to put the prices, but putting that down there. So kind of wrapping this all up in a bow, TikTok is where the 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 flock has <laughs> gone to it's moving right? yeah <laughs> right because yeah. you know it was it was facebook and then all of a sudden they were on instagram well actually it was it was twitter at one point and then they'd all left and then ah, the facebook yeah <laughs> I, I looked up one day i was like where'd everybody go and they were all on instagram <laughs> yeah. and now for me you know my audience is the people listening here i don't see them looking for me on tiktok I also don't know what I would do with TikTok ads for my business. Um, yeah. I could come up with a couple. I don't think I could come up with very many. Uh, but for the audience that we're talking to here, their audience is there. It's, it's so true. Like TikTok isn't really a good B2B platform at the moment. But what's so beautiful about TikTok and the wedding industry paired together is that what the wedding industry creates is typically so visual and so beautiful and that it is such a platform that allows you to communicate that visual beauty to the audience of people on TikTok. And it's and because there's music and a little bit of movement, it is so solid for the wedding industry. What about uh I've seen words on videos like captions, you know, closed captioning almost, but coming yeah. up on the videos. Is that an automated thing or is that you have something you have to do where it's like I got words coming up on them? Um, you know, TBD on that, to be honest, okay. like I, I kind of stray away from it because usually people are on their phone or actually, I mean, TikTok is all people on their phone yeah. and the words are good, but you don't want a lot of talking and the words can cover up some of the visual beauty of what you're trying to communicate. And so I actually haven't done a ton of testing just yet, but my, my thought at the moment is like, show the scene, show whatever it is and let the audio the whatever it is like uh, sorry let the audio or the music play um and don't cover the screen with words so let's talk about music uh, uh copyright music versus not this tiktok offer you music that you can use oh my goodness at the moment tiktok does not have the ability to fingerprint copyrighted music in the okay. ads platform so should you use copyrighted music probably not if you don't have any other choice and that's what you've got at this moment in time tiktok isn't really bringing the hammer down on anyone because of that. And I don't want to point anyone in the wrong direction and get you in trouble later, but um, uh, it's good to use free music if you can in your video. 
Okay. And there's lots of, lots of sites that you can get free music on. Uh, again, if we go back to Animoto, if you created your video in Animoto, they have all kinds of licensed free music you can use there. Uh, yep. They get theirs, I believe, through Triple Scoop Music, which you could go directly to and get, which I've gotten some from. So there's plenty of places for that. So let's talk about uh, music for a second. Is it better, let's say you're showing a real wedding and there's people dancing, there's stuff. Is it better to have that song playing throughout and not hearing what happened in the video? Or should I be hearing what happened in the video, like a ceremony or a dancing or you know the music that was playing when they were dancing? Your sound quality is going to be better if you choose a different piece of music for the video. Right. That's so, I, I, Thank yeah. you. I, I was hoping you were going to go there with that. So quality matters to a point because, again, I want it to be real. Yeah. Um, R-E-A-L, not R-E-E-L. Uh, <laughs> Good <laughs> um, clarification. And then, and then for, for people listening who are like, well, hey, but I'm not at the wedding. I, like I'm the invitation person or I'm the uh, uh, florist or something like that. What about behind the scenes stuff? Like, you know, the stuff that they don't see that goes into making these things happen. Is that strong? I think so. Say, let's say you're a, um, you do makeup. And you're not actually out there with the bride when she goes down the aisle, but you're behind the scenes with her. A fun video of you and the bride together, and maybe even the like same concept before and after. Like it doesn't, you don't need to be at the wedding to have a great experience shown in the TikTok video. Right. And some of you might need to just be friendly with the photographers and the videographers because you're not there. So the florist that goes and sets up, but then leaves, you know, until yeah. they come to break down might need to get that kind of stuff. But this is again, where using still images and making a video from still images, again, you have beautiful flowers, bouquets. You can, you could literally show an empty vase and then show it being, you know, built up into this amazing centerpiece. Totally. You know, like a, love, uh, love that. A time-lapse video, right? Right. Like right. you're doing this and you're, you're showing the creation of this. People love seeing things created. Absolutely. And it also speaks to the work that you do that they don't see. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm preparing, I know this is coming out after wedding MBA, but I'm preparing for my wedding MBA presentations. You know, there people are going to see me for 35 or 45 minutes on stage. And what they're not going to see is how many days, days I've yeah. spent working on this, not, not minutes, yeah. days working <laughs> yeah. on it. And, and I do this for a living, right? I mean, like presenting, but people don't understand the work that goes into it. And some of that showing the work that goes into that. Um, I actually remember a, an invitation person at a bridal show years ago, got up on stage and explained to the audience how they could do the invitations themselves. Mm -hmm. But he went into such detail that people in the audience were like, wow, that's a I lot of work. do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly his point. Yeah. I don't want to do this, which also brings me to TikTok ads. So people could figure this out themselves, or they could talk to the I Do Society, which for people who didn't hear my last episode with you, what is the I Do Society? So the I Do Society, we're an organization where we provide fully managed advertising for businesses in the wedding industry. From soup to nuts, we create your ad campaigns, we run them, we report to you on how they're doing and give you all the consultation you need to get leads from advertising. Right. So uh, it's funny because the guy I was talking to just before, he said, he said, I don't understand how somebody who maybe maybe this is full-time for them. Maybe they have a full-time gig and they do this, you know, on the weekends and they have a family or whatever. He said, I don't understand how people can, can do this on their own. I said, well, a lot of people don't, a lot of people yeah. hire yeah. experts. You know, we hire yeah. experts when we're not the expert. Like I bring in, I can do minor electrical, but I bring in the electrician for the 220 line that I needed run, you know, right. stuff so, like that. We bring in experts. So if yeah. people, I'm going to put it into the show notes, but if people want to find out more about the I do society, they would go to the I do society.com. 
make it nice and easy. And done you and were, done. And but you were generously offering a thirty minute consultation with people who wanted to find out more if this was right for them. Or we? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Since yeah. I put we you on the spot here. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. No, yeah, we we do that always. Like, because advertising is really complex, and and just like you said, these these advertising platforms were built for enterprise level businesses like Target and Starbucks. The amount of functionality that you need from these advertising platforms is such a tiny piece, but to to understand what that is, is really difficult. So we're distilling it down and in that consultation, we'll share with you, hey, this is, we'll learn about your business and we'll figure out what the right platform is for you or, and how we're gonna go about that and how you can go about that to just use the pieces of the platform that you need and not worry about the rest. Right, so you might say to somebody, listen, TikTok is good, but we should be, you should be on TikTok and Instagram or you should be on TikTok and Pinterest or whatever it is. You might exactly. need to be in different places where you can do that. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on and, and explaining this for us because I, the, I, I, if I had hair, I would pull it out because we get frustrated. <laughs> like there's another platform, but very interesting. TikTok is an entertainment platform. It is not a social platform platform. I love that. I love that concept. Mark, thank you so much for joining. Go visit the idosociety.com. Go look at the show notes. We'll have links over there. And if you want to have a 30 minute consultation with Mark, he's generously offered to talk to you about, is this right? Is this not right? What budget you might need to make it work for your business? Um, And uh, the next time uh, we we come up with the next platform, I'll have you back on again, Mark. Thanks, Alan. It's always a pleasure. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.